happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In our current series, we are walking through the Psalms, focusing not only on what they say, but also on how they are an expression of worship. We're noting how the Psalms encourage us to praise God for who He is and what He has done. We point out the greatness of God and recognize His faithfulness to us in times of trouble. In other words, we praise God, learn of Him, and celebrate His goodness. Thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim and Erica have a conversation as we walk through the scriptures, focusing today on Psalms 93. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. We're so excited that you have decided to spend time with us. I am Kim Miller alongside Erica Close. Hi, everyone. It's good to be here today. And we are excited to walk through Psalms 93. But before we do that, let's pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you for your holy love letter. From Genesis Revelations, you have written us your words that we might know you, that we understand the promises that you have given us so that we could live in the assurance of who you are. I thank you, Lord, that you are near unto us and that you invite us to commune with you and to fellowship and to be in your presence. So today, Lord, I just ask that you would continue to speak to our hearts, open up our minds, and let us see you in the way that you would have us to see you in Psalms 93. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Can I just say something? I love that you prayed and thank the Lord for his love letter. You know, I had a conversation with someone just the other day, and we were talking about making decisions. And um, we were texting back and forth, and this friend of mine said, I just wish that God would just write us a note and tell us what we were supposed to do. And it just struck me, and I just wrote back, and I said, but he did. No kidding. Right, he did. 66 books. Right, and it was just so clear how he has written us this love letter. And it's all for us to know him better that in knowing him, we might then know how we are to live and what we're to do. I just love that. When you prayed that, I just, he's written us what we need. Amen and hallelujah. Will you read Psalms 93 for us? And let's start that chapter of his love letter to us. All right, so we're in Psalm 93. The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he hath girded himself. The world also established that it cannot be moved. 
Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. This is a short psalm, but this is a powerful psalm. Yes, I love it because the Lord reigns. I mean, I always think about the cantatas and, you know, all the different big boisterous songs and the Lord reigns. Right. And they sing it with such authority and such power. But even at that, you cannot comprehend the authority and the power of the statement, the Lord reigns. Amen. And for many of us, the sad truth is, is we don't let him reign in our lives. And he is a gentleman. And he will not push himself upon us. But if we surrender to him, that same power and authority is working in us. And the Lord reigns. And it says, he is clothed with majesty and splendor. There is none like him. There is none like him. The Lord reigns. And he's done marvelous things. And he is amazing for us and to us. I love that this verse, this first verse says that he is clothed with majesty, right? So he's he's majestic. And even you think clothed with clothed with majesty, I think it sometimes, you know, makes us think of like royalty and kings and a throne. But it's also said the next part of that verse is the Lord is clothed with strength. So it's not just like positional majesty like positional authority is that he has all of that majesty because he has all the strength and he is the the authority over the earth it says right there i mean nothing happens on or in or to the earth that is not passed through his judgment that is not passed through his doing and his being he is supreme and he's all authority and he is all strength so nothing can defeat him this is the god that lives in us who is completely clothed in majesty splendor and strength yet we walk around defeated how can that be I don't know. The next little part of that verse says, wherewith he hath girded himself. I love that part because all of the majesty he has, right? The, the, the strength that he has, you know, all that he has with which he reigns comes from him. It's not That's incredible. Like we have, it's not like because we think he's so great, we give him the authority. Right. He just is the authority, Right, he has he has the authority of God because he is God. And regardless of how we live, and you are correct, we do not live as if God is God. We do not live as if that majesty and that strength that's in him is also in us in the form of the Holy Spirit. We don't live that way. But he also doesn't need us to give him that authority. He has, has it. authority, that's right. And I love that it goes through and it says he's mightier than the noise of many waters, Yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Anyone who knows anything about water knows it's the most powerful force on earth. 
And what he's saying right there to us is that he is mightier than that. So he's, the psalmist David is trying to bring this amazingly huge idea of the greatness of God into something we can sort of understand and relate to. And he's saying, no matter how powerful the water is, God is still better and bigger and mightier than that. I think too, it's really neat that, that the, this Psalm talks about the floods because when the, the writer is talking about, you know, things are getting difficult for me. That's what I think that verse means in the verse three, you know, the floods have lifted up, right? We understand floods. I mean, I guess maybe if you live in the, in the desert, maybe you've never seen a flood, but I would imagine that most people do understand the power of water and do understand what it's like when water carries something away. And, and we all can make that connection when things are happening in our lives and we feel like bad things are happening or things are getting carried away from us. I think we can all make that connection between the floods are lifting up and the, the circumstances of our lives. But then we go to that verse that you just talked about, right? The Lord's mightier than all that. I mean, we, like you right, said. Right, the floods are lifting up, but, at, but, the Lord's but at the sound of his voice, the winds and the waves obey, obey him. And as the floods of our life rise up, as we allow him to have that seat on the throne of our life, which is rightfully his, and we invite all power and majesty and glory to rule and reign in our lives, then the floods cease. Because the battle's not ours, it belongs to the Lord. David told us that in 1 Samuel 17. Amen. I, you know, it's interesting because we always talk about how water is like the most powerful force on earth. And I think on earth, when we think about forces, literal forces, right? Moving things around in motion and things like that, it is. But water is not the most powerful force. And like verse one talks about, you know, the world is established. The things that are on this world are established on this world. And they are limited by what God allows exactly. to have happen. And the most powerful force on earth, and I believe the most underutilized force on earth, is the Holy Spirit within us. And today, my friends, is the day we need to change that. Because when you look at verse 5, he says, Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becomes thy house, O Lord, forever. And what he's telling us is, is that all of his words and all of his precepts and all of his commands and all of his promises, they're sure. And they're confirmed. And they're completely reliable. We can, we can trust them because we can trust him. And then he says that in his house, there's holiness. And, you know, we're considered the house of God, the bride of Christ, the children of God. When we go to church, it's the house of God where his children gather. But we are the church. And this verse says that holiness is there. So we know from that, we are to be holy. Let's talk about that word becometh for a minute. Like, you know how sometimes you'll like put on an outfit or something and somebody will say that really becomes you or that's becoming on you, right? There are things that we put on that become us more than others, right? That may flatter us more than other things, you know? But this verse is really clear that the most becoming thing 
that we can put on is holiness. And it's so clear that as children of God, we are to allow him to have this rightful seat on the throne of our heart with his splendor and his majesty and to display all of his power and use it in our lives. But his house is holy, so we have to be holy. What an amazing psalm <laughs> 93 it, is. It's short, and it is amazing. It is, it is short and powerful, and so much is packed in that. I'm so grateful that we had the opportunity to walk through Psalms 93 together and to do it together with all of you who are listening. It is our prayer that these conversations we have inspire you and motivate you to seek God fuller, to be more in love with who he is and to understand who his character is and how he operates and that you would be more motivated to spend time in his holy scriptures with him and in prayer. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
happy girl